0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and
1: Wrestling Podcast.
0: And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else.
1: Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Don't have an actual bottle of whiskey this week. But what we do have is cans of Jack Daniel's Smooth and Balanced Tennessee Honey Lemonade. Yes. Which are actually surprisingly decent. Normally, mixed drinks like this that you buy aren't I mean, great.
0: Yeah, normally when you buy like the, hey, I'm going to buy this this canned cocktail because I didn't want to buy a bottle and take it to the party or whatnot, are. Or the whole, I just really don't want a bottle of whiskey hanging out of the house. Yeah. Uh, normally these things are kind of blah. And like, I'll admit, they're not super great. But for what they are. For a
1: quick drink, they're great.
0: They're 7% alcohol, so they're more than most beer, obviously, because I mean, it's, it's whiskey. Um... Are they? They're not whiskey. They're a uh, a malt beverage, I believe, is what they are. Really, I think
1: it's what they call them. Um,
0: they're not terrible, you know. Um, they get the job done, and and there are. I have definitely had worse. <laughs> yeah, like I,
1: think that, that we, uh, I think we can all say that. That we, I think we we can all say that we've had worse. Um, speaking of having worse things happen this week. Uh, WWE has come to terms on the release of Mandy Rose.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was weird, right? Because she was supposed to face, and I'm gonna call her Roxy because I don't remember what her NXT name I think, is.
1: It Roxanne Perez or something yeah. like that.
0: They were supposed to fight at the the internal scheduling. Obviously, had them at New Year's Evil, which is like January 4th or something like that. It, it's it's. After it's what the Tuesday, I think after New Year's, but yeah, that was the plan. Well, Tuesday night on NXT, they have their match. Re- Perez one, two, three, Mandy rolls out of the ring, waves to the crowd, walks away. And Wednesday morning, we start seeing news reports pop up saying Mandy Rose has been released from yeah the WWE and, and all of us were like, what? Because she just had a 411-day
1: run. Was it only 411? I thought it was like 435. which It's 411. I mean,
0: it's 411 because Oscar had it for like 413 or something like that. Or 431 uh, okay. or something like that. She's just barely behind Asuka uh, as far as longest reigning NXT Women's Champion. And, uh, you know, we're all like, what the heck is going on here? Um, well, what the heck was going on here is we started getting some information. Mm-hmm. So you remember a couple years ago when WWE was was really coming out swinging at like AJ Styles and, and even Woods really and well, Cage about all of their third party well stuff.
1: Like, you know the, the the focus was on Biggie
0: Biggie at cameo with cameo where he was making more with cameo than he was. With his downside, yeah. So, WWE came out and said, No more third party anything
1: has to be through us,
0: has to be through us. So, some of them complied and you know, capitulated with it. AJ was like, Uh, nah, I'm not doing it. Uh, Adam Cole even didn't re sign his contract because of it, yeah. That was in part, in part, in part, but he has said that that was a major reason that he didn't re sign.
1: They even fired Zelina Vega over it because mm-hmm. she would not take her OnlyFans down. Now, yep. her OnlyFans was just so she could do cosplay and make a little extra cosplay. money. It Man. was not an adult site. And from all reports that I've seen, and I've not signed up for Mandy's top fan Well, we haven't gone
0: to why Mandy was actually released. Mandy was released, though, for that reason. Yeah. She's got a fan time page. Is which it is fan is time a, or top? Ta- it's or another one of those, like, OnlyFans, that yeah. kind of things. Um. The rumoring, right? So, according to everything out there, her fan time page, you go on, you pay 30 bucks a month for it. And it's bikini shots, it's pool shots.
1: It's the things that we've seen her do, released through WWE. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, WWE has built Mandy Rose's look at how hot she is. Okay, so she's doing a webpage over here where she's being hot, and that's a problem? So the the bubbling rumors, I guess, mm. isn't that she was released because of what was on the fan time page, right? It was, she was released because on her fan time page she offered more explicit content that you could purchase outside of that $30 a month. $30 a month mm. gets you the bikini shot by the pool. Hey, pay an extra 10 and you get the topless big shot in the pool. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um and WWE was concerned about their uh, sponsors, their PG product, yada yada but yada. And
1: WWE was aware of that that she had this.
0: Yes, they were aware so, she had the page.
1: You know, it, something came out and this is the first I'm hearing on what, what you're saying about, you know, them having...
0: Which, honestly, that makes sense to me. Because there is no way WWE wasn't aware of the fact that she had a fan time page. No. That's got her in, you know, a bikini. It's got her in, you know, lingerie. It's got her in whatever. They've known about this for a long time. Yeah. But I could see that if there was an an extra level there, a pay-per-view, a, a whatever... That she was sending po- photos that, of topless, bottomless, whatever—you know—that kind of stuff. I could see WWE being like, "Uh, that we don't need now." But all here's of that the thing. said,
1: if, I think if she was doing that, we would see some of those photos by now.
0: We probably would. I would think. Um, like I said, that's the bubbling rumor about it. Mm. I could, I could see the buy-in on it. The other part I could see is some advertiser out there said you know hot girl in bikini no and they had to pull that or
1: but uh, it, hot girl in bikini no but here's the thing scarlet has bikini shots out there that they've released through which, WWE
0: which is why and, I say I kind of lead a little bit to the the fact that there is some more explicit content somewhere Either
1: st- that, or it's an overreaction. That's the only thing I can I, I can think that somebody reported that because I saw a story where you know the the, the story reached Matt Bloom mm-hmm. and he took it to Sean and Sean, and Sean said, was like, "We got to get the title, title off now. Her. You know, which to me sounds like, "Oh, this is an overreaction." They no. went to her. Th- th- let me just my theory. Mm-hmm. They went to her and said, "Hey, we need you to get this site down." And she said, I'm making more money off of that site than what you guys are paying me. Yes. So, no.
0: (laughs) Not happening. And there you go. And they said, okay, well, you're going to drop the belt on Tuesday, and then that's it. Because apparently she's cool with the release. Uh, Yeah, because if if she's making more money
1: on that site than what what WWE's paying her, she knows she can go to any indie promotion, get, let's just say, $5,000 a show, which is probably low. That's probably on the very low side for Mandy Rose. And if she really wants to, she can start releasing that explicit content, which is going to skyrocket her with some yeah, money.
0: Or she could go to Impact. Yeah, she impact could go to AEW. I wouldn't. Nuj- I wouldn't want to see her in either of those. Uh, impact probably wouldn't be a problem, but I don't necessarily want to see her in AEW because they already don't do anything with their women's division. But uh, any of that, though, you know, you you've got a huge. She's got a huge opportunity. Especially with these other companies that just really don't seem to give a shit about what you do outside of uh, of wrestling,
1: because it's none of their business.
0: Yeah, and, and all this really does bring back to that whole independent contractor. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember, kids, uh, all of the people that work it, the wrestlers, the talent—they're all independent contractors.
1: That they are they're not
0: employees.
1: And that goes for all of the companies. Even the quote unquote wrestler's friend AEW. Yeah.
0: But and and yeah, at least I'll say this with AEWs, right? AEW understands the fact that you're an independent contractor. A lot of AEW people are still wrestling elsewhere. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are they they have their Twitch streams, they have their their OnlyFans, they have their you know, all of that kind of he stuff. Doesn't, and Tony's like, okay, cool. That has nothing to do with you being
1: in my AEW yeah. ring. He, he doesn't lock them down to just wrestling for him there are, and nothing I else.
0: Moxley has, has an exclusive contract. Moxley
1: has an exclusive contract. And there's a bunch of guys for AEW that have dual contracts. Like the Bucks. Like... Uh, um, uh, What's, her, what's his name? The, the Bucks little camera guy. Um, Brandon Cutler? Yeah, Brandon Cutler. He's a wrestler for AEW. Yeah, he
0: has a, a wrestling contract and a producer.
1: A producer, producer. or a, a, an editor contract, whatever. You know, like he's actually an employee. So that's how they get them covered with medical insurance and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It actually makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: It leaves them as independent contractors for the wrestling, which... I really would like to see them become employees for wrestling if they're good because they're treated as employees.
0: Well, but either treat them like the independent contractors that you say they are mm-hmm. or treat them like the employees that, that they treat. are. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. One of the two, like, like I, I am honestly surprised that there hasn't been some kind of massive lawsuit push that has really gone far in this whole, um, you're calling them independent contractors, but you're treating them like employees, like especially out in, say, like California. Yeah. Or California just ripped the crap out of Uber here a year or two ago because uh, Uber was saying, oh, yeah, they're, they're all just gig worker. And the California government was like, "Mm, no, they're not, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so
1: I'm really surprised something like that hasn't happened. Well, I think that you you need somebody who is going to file the complaint that A, has the clout to matter, Mm -hmm. and B, isn't concerned that they're going to lose their job. Yeah. Because as soon as they do, that person, whoever they are... They're going to be released. Th- well, they're going to be released, and they're never going to wrestle professionally at, at a high level again. Yeah,
0: they'll be blackballed for sure.
1: Yeah, and and so you need somebody who has the name recognition to do it. And, and I would argue that Zelina Vega could have done it just because there was so much going on at that time. Does Zelina Vega have the clout on her own? No, I don't think she does, but because of... Everything that was happening, all of the releases, all of the content, the news that was coming out, and they had the union uh yeah. was it the Teamsters or somebody the Teamsters were, were uh was yeah. was like, Hey, we we want to meet with you, we want which would have put a ton of pressure on WWE. Yep. And and I speci- I specify WWE because when we're talking about this, the only one that matters is WWE.
0: Yeah, well, WWE is a public company. Yeah. Uh AEW, I don't think is they are. They're still a private company, Uh, but WWE is a publicly traded. Mm. Here you go, company. So
1: yeah, um, Uh, but yeah, so that that's like the big
0: news. Yeah, that is the big news out of the week. Shocking news, as it were.
1: Uh, We'll dive in here in just a second uh, on the the recaps of of the shows. Uh, Before we do that, though, I wanted to say. Merry Christmas and happy new year. Cause this is likely going to be the last yes. whiskey and wrestling for 2022.
0: Oh, we're recording it on the Sunday before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I can almost guarantee. Uh, in fact, I guarantee we will not be recording yeah. next Sunday. We're,
1: we're not recording next Sunday. Probably not gonna meet up to record on Saturday, I would think, but probably not maybe like a like very if, small if, off chance. If,
0: if we meet up on a Saturday on Saturday or something like that, we're not gonna be recording. We're gonna be playing good games play, and, yeah.
1: and having fun,
0: doing something. So yeah. um so, sh- yeah. so shall we dive in?
1: Let's dive in. All right, so Monday night raw. Monday night raw, we have uh, AJ Styles defeating Chad Gable by- via pinfall. We have the Judgment Day defeating the Street Profits and Akira Tozawa via Pinfall. Pin Pinfall. Pinfall. P- <laughs> the uh, Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey and Lemonade. Getting to <laughs> me there. Uh, by Via Pinfall. We have a ladder match between Dexter Loomis and The Miz set for next week. We have EO Sky defeating Candace LeRae via Pinfall. Solo Sokoa defeating Elias via Pinfall. You mean Umaga? Yes, Umaga defeating Elias. Because <laughs> uh, it's straight up what he's doing now without the whole dumb... Uh, Can't talk, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the whole dumb Samoa gimmick. Uh, he's the street fighter, but, you know...
0: Street champion, I think is what he calls himself. Yeah, something. And he's using the, the, the Samoan spike.
1: <laughs> Which is all fun and stuff until you see him like bend his thumb so you know that it does absolutely nothing. Right. <laughs> uh, we have Rhea Ripley defeating Asuka via pinfall. Um we have Alexa Bliss defeating Bailey via Pinfall to become the number one contender for the Raw Women's Champion. Um, which was really kind of cool because Becky came out and scared away damage control, which is going to lead to a Bailey Becky feud. Yeah. Uh, which is we knew where it was. We knew that was where it was going the whole time. Seth Rollins defeats Bobby Lashley via pinfall. Afterwards. Lashley is arguing with the ref, elbows a second ref that comes out to try to calm everything down, shoves Adam Pierce and gets fired. Yeah. Of course, later in the week Fire. Adam Pierce comes tweets out he's not fired and that Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're doing a little too much there storyline wise. But we'll see what what happens out of that. That was WWE Raw.
0: Um, so moving on to Dynamite, we kicked off with the Elite versus Death Triangle match 714 in their series. Um, match four. And it is it is already getting old to me. Um, but we end up with Death Triangle winning. So they're up 3-1. Afterwards, Kenny cuts a promo about how... You know, 3-1, if you're down, 3-1, you almost always lose. Blah, 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 blah. So, there you go. Um, MJF cuts a backstage promo where he runs down Ricky Starks, talks about how uh, if it wasn't for him, Ricky wouldn't be there. All of this kind of stuff. Just your traditional MJF promo. Uh, We had... Jungle Boy, or wait, first we first we had uh, whatever they're calling themselves, the Jeff Jarrett and uh, Jay Lethal and Satnam Singh and all of them. They attacked the Acclaim backstage. Then we had Jungle Boy versus Brian Cage. Jungle Boy wins. Afterwards, uh, Stokely hath or Jungle Boy calls out Big Bill which is what we have changed W. Morrissey's name to. Um,
1: you guys can't see it, but I'm shaking my head and dropping it into my lap in my hands because it is just, that is so dumb.
0: Yeah. Uh, but what we end up with is Hook making the save. So if that means we're going to get to see like Jungle Boy and Hook kind of doing a thing together, I'm all for that. I think mm-hmm. that'll be awesome. That should be lots of fun. Uh, we then got the House of Black versus the Factory. This match lasted 15 seconds, I think. It was completely pointless. Well,
1: uh, House of Black destroyed the Factory before the match even started. Yeah, and then the and bell rang, and then essentially, yeah, a black mask was, or black mask was all that was happened.
0: It was just pointless. Um, Sky Blue interrupts a promo from Britt Baker, challenging her to a a match on Rampage. Then we had Chris Jericho in action, right? Which, if you watch AEW, you understand that anytime they pop up, so-and-so in action Mm -hmm. means that they're going to fight a jobber. Well, Chris Jericho is fighting Action and Dreddy, Local talent, number four, right? This match actually lasted about 10 minutes. Went through a commercial break. And Action Andretti won. Mm -hmm. And then immediately after on Twitter, Action Andretti's All Elite pops up. So he's like an indie guy who they have now signed. Uh, Jericho is apparently really high on the dude.
1: So apparently Jericho Uh, saw him wrestle on Dark. Yeah. Uh, which, hey, props to Jericho for actually for paying attention dark. to what's going on in the dark. That's, that's one of their um,
0: seven views is Jericho. Like, hey,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, look, we can give Jericho a ton of crap. And, and I think that he could do more to help the younger talent in the way that he books himself. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, Jericho books himself. Yeah. Um, but this is what he's doing here is he saw this guy. He said, this guy's a star. Mm-hmm. We're going to put him on dynamite. We're going to have him face me. Yeah. And he's going to beat me. And this was a couple of months back that that happened. He had his whole feud going on with uh, Blackpool Combat Club and all of that, so he knew he couldn't do it then. Mm-hmm. But when he dropped the title, yep, now he can. And it actually works it, to tell the story of the downfall of Jericho. It
0: really made me think of, like, when I saw this and I saw the match and saw Andrade win, uh, I immediately thought Razor Ramon versus the one 3 kid. Mm -hmm. Like that's the first thing that popped into my mind. Cause you know, you had razor. He was on top of the world at that point. They just brought Sean Waltman in. He was the one, two, three kid. He was a jobber. He jobbed a couple of matches, you know, before that. And then all of a sudden he beats razor and, and that was on like a Saturday morning, you know, and everybody's like, (gasps) Oh my Uh, God, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of how this felt. So if they keep going with that, cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, Jericho segment afterwards where he's throwing a tantrum yeah. down the hallway. He was throwing a fit and it was
0: <laughs> it was great. Like, like, we give Jericho a lot of shit.
1: We do. He Jericho, deserves a lot of it. He
0: deserves a lot of it, right? Yes, he is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Hands down. He's also old. He's also <laughs> taking up a whole lot of time on the screen. You know, when you see Dynamite, you see Rampage and you see him with like on a two-hour show, Jericho's pushing 25 minutes of it. Yeah. That's a bit much.
1: It is. It is. Give, give guys like Action Andrade uh, uh, yeah. a shot, you know?
0: Uh, so we move from there. We go to Ruby Soho versus Ty Mello. Uh, Ruby Soho wins and then immediately gets attacked by Anna Jay and then by Ty as well. And nobody comes out to make a save because good is dumb. Then we have the AEW World Championship match, the Diamond uh, and the Dynamite Diamond Ring match. Ricky Starks versus MJF. Of course, MJF wins. He wins by a a kick to the crotch, then pins Ricky Starks. One, two, three. Still champ. We knew that was going to happen. Doesn't make me like it any better. It makes me ask one question. What the hell's the point of the Dynamite Diamond at this point? Um however closing the, the show out cuz Jericho rolls out I mean not Jericho uh MJF rolls out of the ring like he's going to head out and then Daniel Bryan's music plays or Brian Danielson's music plays and he chases him out of the arena and that's how how it goes off um So yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it a little more uh I think because I just really 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 hate this idea of the Dynamite Diamond at this point it's yeah. something that could have been super cool
1: and it could have been this, hey, you know, this is the star. This, this is the, the up-and-comer. Yeah, and it, it worked great for MJF the first year. And even him having him win it the second year, fine. I'm cool with that. But him but now is the champion.
0: Year, and now he, and then he gets it again this year. And we'll talk, I think we'll go into it a little more, yeah. but yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Um. Friday night SmackDown. We have the Women's Tag Team Championship Damage Control versus Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox. Damage Control gets the win after interference from somebody in a hoodie. Uh, yeah. It's Hook. Yes. Yes, it was <laughs> Hook. Uh, we get to see some footage from last week where uh, Uncle Howdy ties up and beats up L.A. Knight. Knight comes down to the ring and says, Bray Wyatt, I know it was you. I can feel it was you. Come on down to this ring and get what you deserve. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Bray comes out. L.A. Knight starts beating Bray up. Bray's just taking it. He doesn't care. And all of a sudden, Uncle Howdy shows up on the screen. And says, you want to see something really scary? Lights go out. Uncle Howdy walks out to the stage, so Uncle Howdy is not Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. The way they're they're playing this, Bo Dallas. I, I Bo Dallas uh, is is actually who I'm kind of leaning towards because yeah. it sounds. And I guess they could be using Bray for the voiceover, mm-hmm. but it sounds a lot like Bray and Bo and Bray sound similar. They're, yep. brothers, they're brothers, for God's sake. You know, so yeah. Um it's revealed that the person in the hoodie that attacked Knox during the match was none other than Zaya Lee. Uh, no, it was Hook. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh Intercontinental Championship match and this match was actually pretty good. Gunther defeating Ricochet via Pinfall. And Ricochet really showed out this match. We have Hit Row versus the Viking Raiders versus Logato Del Fantasma for, uh, I believe this was a number one contendership for the tag titles. Hit Row gets the win after uh, Top Dollar almost kills himself trying to do an over-the-top dive. <coughs> yeah. Uh, luckily, he's come out of it. He seems to be okay. Did not actually injure himself. But uh, maybe don't try to jump over the top rope, man.
0: Right. <laughs> He he almost uh uh Ridge he, Holland himself. Yeah,
1: he he caught his foot on the top rope as he was going over, mm-hmm. and he got lucky that he was able to tuck himself and and basically roll back onto the mat. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler attack Raquel Rodriguez backstage because that's still a thing, and the big thing that happened on. SmackDown, And you would think this would be bigger news, but nobody really cares. It was also, it was so disjointed, too. Well, and there's there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. So, the whole... There's a running theme throughout the show. This is going to be a great night for Sami Zayn. I'm sorry, Sami Uso. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because he's officially going to be inducted into the bloodline. He's not going to be an honorary Uso. He is going to be Sami Uso. And... Then there's this whole undercurrent of, uh, is is Roman really going to do that? Because this whole thing with Kevin Owens from Monday and what's going on there. So that all happens throughout the show. They set up, hey, there's going to be a tag match. Sammy and Roman versus Kevin and a partner of Kevin's choice. So we go out to the end of the show. Out comes the bloodline. They all just popping in their their finery and all that. Roman says, tonight was well, going to be a good night for you, Sammy. But we got a problem. Kevin Owens is that problem.
0: No, you got a problem. You got a
1: problem. Which because means I have a problem. you got a
0: problem means I got a problem means the bloodline's got a problem.
1: Mm-hmm. So, all of a sudden, You see the, the Titan Tron comes on and you see somebody facing away from the camera and he turns around and he disappears. There's no one there. You can't see him. You can't see him. And John Cena's voice comes over the, the speakers and he reads off a message supposedly from Kevin Owens. that was very odd. Yeah. Um, John Cena is going to be Kevin Owens' partner on December 30th, Mm -hmm. the final SmackDown of 2022. Yeah, the message was basically Kevin Owens sent
0: him a message that said, do you realize you haven't wrestled in 2022? You have wrestled every year for the past 20 years, at least once. For WWE. For WWE, and you haven't wrestled this year. So we're going to see
1: that. Um, then there was just some weird emojis that yeah. John was trying to be funny and it just right. was like, it just fell flat. Yeah. It was, it was confusing. It was very
0: early 2000s comedy and it fell flat. Yeah. Um, I can only imagine Kevin Owens was supposed to be there. He had travel logistic
1: nightmare all over the place. Yeah. That's what they call it. The WWE said it was, can only be described as a travel nightmare.
0: Um, I could only assume he was supposed to be there and it was going to be one of those, like he was going to come out on the top of the ramp. They were going to have a little bit of jawing back and forth. And he was going to be like, I tell you what. And he was going to pull out a cell phone and fake like he was texting. So there would be like a, a back and forth type thing where he was texting John Cena. Yeah. I could only imagine that's what they were going with. It kind of fell flat and I kind of wish they would have just skipped that part. And then just had Cena be well, a if Cena
1: had hey, you know, I just got a text from my old friend Kevin Owens, which doesn't yeah, make sense because they've make sense never at all been friends. friends. <laughs> um <laughs> but I'm gonna be his partner on December 30th. We'll see yeah. you there. They've already had to open up seats and yeah. that arena. Like they've already John Cena sells tickets. Mm-hmm.
0: He does, absolutely.
1: John Cena sells tickets. WWE knows that. I even wager that Cena and Kevin win this match.
0: It is entirely possible.
1: I, Sammy's taking the pin. It's oh, not for gonna, sure. But I wager. Uh, However, although, wouldn't it be something
0: if John Cena pinned Roman just as a Roman hadn't been pinned in like years now, right? And and now we have this weird buzz of Is Cena going to wrestle Roman at Mania for the title to beat Ric Flair's record?
1: And that could be what they're setting up. It might be. Because apparently The Rock has not committed yet. Like, that is the plan. That is what they want. Yeah. But The Rock has not committed to it. Yeah, he
0: hasn't said, yeah, I'm good. I'm
1: in. So they're trying to build up other Options. And Cena's a strong option. I mean... If he doesn't have anything in the works that's keeping him from it, which is why we don't see The Rock there much anymore, because he can't. He has all these films lined up, and as part of his contract with his films, they won't let him wrestle. But was was it just me, or did Cena look small?
0: Like, he looked a lot smaller than John Cena actually, you know... Well, I'm, I'm sure
1: he's he's dropped a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I
0: mean he's not he's not working out eight hours a day.
1: I'm sure you know. I, I was too focused on the weird vein on his right uh, <laughs> bicep that kept sticking out, and I was like, "What? Is, what?"
0: <laughs> um, but, but that's how I SmackDown mean,
1: ended. Yeah, that, yeah, that's how SmackDown went off the air.
0: Um, we moved to Rampage. Sammy Guevara versus John Moxley. Moxley wins. Then he called out Hangman, and they fought in the aisle for a little bit. Uh, Britt Baker versus Sky Blue. Of course, Britt Baker won. Then had Wardlow versus Exodus Prime. Uh, sure, who, Wardlow who? won. Who? who? Uh, Jobber. Oh, okay. And then you had the best friends, Dustin Rhodes and Orange Cassidy versus The Butcher, The Blade, Trent Seven, and Kip Sabian, in which the best friends, Dustin and, and Cassidy, won. And the best part of this match was not the match itself, but it was a promo that Dustin cut where he walked up behind the, the best friends, and he's like, I'll be joining them on Rampage Friday, along with the little creepy guy. And he points at Dan Housen and Dan Housen goes, hey? <laughs> and that was the coolest part of all of that. Um. But that's the the wrap up, right? That that's the week. So, um,
1: so Exodus Exodus Prime was that that wasn't a tie in for the new uh, Transformers movie, now was it? I don't think so, because <laughs> <laughs> that's like we all know that AEW has become 1999 WCW, so that's something WCW would do.
0: It is, it is. Um so where do we want to go first? Uh
1: I don't even know.
0: Well, I do there is one thing I wanna I wanna get okay. real fast. You know, we, we talked a little bit about like the whole solo becoming umaga, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um you know, a couple weeks ago he Samoan spiked uh oh, Riddle to Riddle. Riddle on yeah. TV. Yeah. Now we've kind of found out why Riddle's off TV. He is not injured. He's not injured. Um, he failed, according to sources, multiple uh, drug tests, wellness policy violations.
1: WWE does not test they for don't marijuana test for weed
0: anymore. So that means he failed for something stronger, be that cocaine, because there was a. a forget who it was one of the released wrestlers though was talking about this was last year or year before that. there were several people on the roster that were real big into cocaine mm-hmm. um riddle has a history with painkiller problems from his mma days uh so there's a possibility maybe that's part of it too um he's going to rehab hey you know i hope he gets the help he needs yeah, uh, and can come back. However, we talked about Mandy Rose at the beginning. Mhm. So here you have Riddle who is going to rehab for a drug problem of some sort. Yep. He gets suspended. Mm-hmm. Now this is a second violation uh, of of the drug policy. So he's been suspended. Mandy Rose It was just straight up released.
1: And apparently there was no warning. There was no no conversation. It was, uh, you're dropping the title. Have a good life.
0: You're done. Um, double standard much?
1: I mean, I I don't see what the the difference is. They're, they both had long hair. They're they're both Both dirty blonde, you know? Well, I think, wasn't she a brunette now?
0: Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was.
1: Um, She'd let her hair go back to her natural color. Um... They're both wrestlers. I think I got it. Oh, the other I mean one of them worked for NXT, the other one was the main roster. That's true. But I mean,
0: I was gonna say both of them have been
1: topless. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> um No, it's it Mandy Rose is a woman. Yeah. Like we we, we kind of beat around the bush there, and it's not funny that there is that double standard going on between the men and the women.
0: Well, and, and, you know, something else that ties in with that double standard. Um, Dutch Mantel.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, Michael's best friend, because Michael constantly, anytime we talk about, you know, hey, we need somebody at AEW to kind of help book, That's he's, he's always the first person that Michael's like, we need yeah. Dutch in there to help out.
1: Well, because I know that, A, I know Dutch can do it. Yeah. And B, he's a free agent. Right. That's the reason I went to him. So, but not anymore. He made a comment about Sasha Banks Mm -hmm.
0: and the fact that, you know, Sasha's deal is up. And apparently, all of this was back in June when when they walked out and everything. I think Ariel Hawani was it Ariel Hawani? No, it wasn't him. It was somebody. Mm -hmm. Forget the guy's name now. Sorry. Sorry. Was it Sean Ross Mm Sap? Sap reported on this guy reporting it okay said that the deal was over Sasha was was released at that point you know the whole thing and they were just keeping it super hush hush mm. um, makes sense so apparently she was released in Sasha wanted Becky Lynch Charlotte Flair money uh, which personally I think she's worth I yeah Bailey as well all four of them should be paid the same, if you ask and, me. And
1: let's toss in Asuka in there and you um, know, a few other people. But, yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, they didn't want to pay her that. So, she said, cool, bye. Dutchman tells comment on it has been along the lines of, good, she's not worth it. She's over 30. She's washed up she's used um bro like that immediately that that smacks horribly of well you're a woman over 30 you may as well go ahead and die Mm -hmm. men don't want to have men don't want you anymore so which is a lie you know so get bent however you know let's praise sting and jericho and Flair and all of these that are out here in their 50s, 60s, and 70s that are still going at it, it seems like. Yeah.
1: Um, let's praise them for continuing to fight. Um, I mean, let's let's look at, there. there's a couple women in, in WWE who are over 40, and maybe not top of the card, mm-hmm. but definitely wandering around there. And we'll just drop the the probably the biggest one, Natty Neidhart.
0: I was about to say, Natalia's got to be, what, 40, 41? She's, she's like 40. That?
1: She's 40. So, I, I just looked it up. She's 40. Rhonda is uh, over 30. I don't know how old Rhonda is. Um, let's see. Becky's, She's 35. So, Rhonda's 35. I think Becky's 35. Let's say Becky's over 30. Uh, Bailey's over 30. You know. Charlotte's over 30. Charlotte's over 30. Uh, Shayna Baszler is in her 40s. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't. 1994. This isn't the Divas, right? This isn't Divas. These women are extremely talented.
0: Like This is going to sound very bad, but I promise it's going to a good spot. <laughs> Michael, you wanna am, go ahead and I give I I'm your... getting
1: ready to censor as Back, as our friends over right. Travel on the omnibus do.
0: Back in like the late 90s, and while it doesn't make it right when women were those eye candy pieces only, they didn't, they, they, they quote unquote wrestled, right? They didn't have real matches. They were the, Hey, go get a beer, go get a popcorn match. Right. Cause they didn't have actual sad as it is. They didn't have actual wrestlers there. Women's wrestling existed. WWE didn't have it. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the Stacy Keeblers. They had the Tori Wilson's. They had the, you know, that the, was two thousands yeah late well late 90s early 2000s you had the you had the eye candy and that was it under that paradigm i could almost see the mentality there of mm-hmm. hey you're you're over 30 this is this is made for the the 21 to 26 year old bracket right because we're trying to we're trying to get the sixteen year olds uh, in play for it doesn't make it right by any means, and, and I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm justifying it, but I can get it there.
1: Yeah.
0: Now uh, though,
1: the preceding statements were those of <laughs> Jason Holder right. and do not necessarily represent the opinions of.
0: <laughs> now though. That's not how women's wrestling is, right? Women's no. wrestling now, as far as I'm concerned, is as good and in some cases, some matches better Absolutely. than men's matches. They are they are just as capable of those five-plus star matches. They are just as capable of being draws if somebody would take a chance on it, right?
1: Absolutely. And, and look at Becky, Becky Lynch.
0: She is yeah. the number one women's draw in wrestling right Becky now. Becky Lynch was... The return of stone cold mm-hmm. a few years ago, pure and simple, yeah um was the hottest thing in wrestling period mm-hmm. end of discussion uh when all of that was going on um she's over thirty, yeah. And she was, she, she, she put WWE on her back for that bit of time.
1: Yeah. And she carried it into the COVID era. Yeah. And the only reason that she took it off of her back is because she got pregnant Mm -hmm. and the doctors told her that, Hey, you probably shouldn't be carrying that much weight while you're pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) So she took it off of her back, went home, had a baby. Became a mom. Did the mom thing for a while. Came back.
0: Now, her coming back hasn't exactly been as good as it could have been.
1: That is that is due to Vince McMahon being a stubborn jackass. Yeah. And the, the, not booking her the way that you book. You don't book her as a heel. You book her as a face, even if you want her as a heel. She should
0: have come back as the man Becky Lynch. Like when she came back at SummerSlam, I get it. Bianca was a face. Bianca had the title, but you could have brought her back as the man, as a face. She takes out Bianca. I don't like the fact she took her out in like 20 something seconds, but,
1: you know, well, you don't put her in the match. You, you pull a Stone Cold with her. Like, literally, yeah. you pull the Stone Cold. She comes down to the ring. She stuns her. And I'm not saying that she uses the stunner, but right. she comes down to the ring. She's back. They shake hands. Boom. Stunner. Roll out the ring and go back. Now you've set that feud up. Yeah. I'm not saying that she uses the stunner. I'm just, that's what Stone Cold does. That's your roadmap. Mm-hmm. Show up. Stun. Leave. Right whatever Becky decided to do is her stunner.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, she could have come yeah. down, went to shake hands and then did the manhandle slam that. Yeah. I mean, that's her thing. So she hits it and then just rolls out and leaves.
1: Yeah. Okay. She still gets cheered. Cause everybody's going to cheer Becky then, over anybody else. On, on Monday,
0: she comes down, cuts a face promo. It's good to be back. You know, uh, had to show some people what it meant to be the man again, you mm-hmm. know. Bianca comes out. Bianca, you know, I mean, you got one over on me. Congratulations, you know. Don't take the belt off Bianca at that point, right? Let Becky chase Bianca in a in that friendly
1: face versus face thing. Yeah. Because Becky works as a tweener at this point. Yeah. And and you have, you know, Becky tell Bianca, hey, it's nothing personal.
0: It's just about that belt. It
1: just, you know. Just I about didn't, didn't them lose that. You
0: currently have that. Therefore, it's you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know? I want my title.
0: Um, I had to give it up. You currently have it.
1: Thank you for holding on to it for me.
0: Yep. I'll be taking that I'll back I'll be taking now. it back now. Um, and go from there. Yeah. But that's no. not how it worked. So Becky's return was kind of meh. Um, what do you expect? But it's nice to see her as a face again, at least now. Um apparently Vince wants back. Ugh. <laughs> he he has made comments that he wants to come back. He's ready to come back. Uh He
1: feels that uh, he got bad advice mm-hmm. and and if he had stayed it would have just blown over. Luckily everybody at the top has been <laughs> like, mm, "No." Now, let's make no bones about it. Vince is the Uh, majority shareholder. He
0: holds 80% of the shares. So
1: all he has to do is say, I'm coming back.
0: No, he can't. They've already talked. I saw something the other day that was talking about this. Yes, he has 80% of voting rights. However, for things like him being part of the board, thing, like that nature, he can't really exercise that voting right to take back over type thing. So he'd
1: have to do something like a hostile takeover, where he buys the rest of the be shares,
0: something like that. He would have to he would have to almost do what Elon Musk did at Twitter. It would have to be that he would have to put in some kind of bid to buy WWE, take it private, fire all the board, that kind of thing.
1: Which um, before any of that happens, it, it appears that everybody at the top. Your, your Nick Cons, your Triple Hs. None of them want him back. Your, your Stephanie McMahons. And you'll notice that one of those has the same last right. name. Uh, they have all taken note of the ratings. Mm-hmm. And the morale in the company since Vince has left. Because
0: yeah, just the just when he mentioned that he wanted to come back, they said that morale took a hit in the morale whole, took a like, hit and I
1: think didn't the stock drop a whole dollar. Stock
0: dropped the whole like thing. you know,
1: and, and a dollar doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're talking about stocks, that's yeah, okay. a big difference.
0: Okay, the stock dropped a dollar, you know, it dropped from say fifty to forty nine. Okay, for for us that would have like ten shares of WWE stock or something like that, big deal. For somebody out there sitting on a million shares and it dropped a dollar a share, mm-hmm. that's a million dollars you just lost. Yeah. So, yeah, stockholders aren't going to have that. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I don't think we see Vince back.
1: Anytime soon.
0: Anytime soon. I'm not going to say ever. I feel like in a, if he's still alive in five years, I feel like we'll see something.
1: They'll they'll test the water you know, in in three or five years. They'll test it by inducting him into the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, or they'll start bandying that about. They'll start talking about yeah. putting Vince in the Hall of Fame, and they'll see how the response goes before they make an announcement. And if it's yeah. one of those, if it's a very just blah response to it they'll induct him in the hall of fame look, hey he'll be on a raw before or something like that.
1: Yeah, look, I, I don't, what he did was awful. Yeah. What What he did in any time that you have those kinds of allegations, that is, is utterly awful. He probably deserves to be in jail for some of the things that he's yeah. been accused of doing. With that being said, he 100% deserves to be in WWE's hall of fame.
0: No matter what you say about Vince as a person. Yes. uh, Vince McMahon, right? Not... Vince is a piece of trash. Yes, he is. Obviously. However, Vincent Kennedy McMahon changed wrestling. Yes. We would not have wrestling like we do today without him.
1: Mm Mm-mm. Usually, I, we probably usually, wouldn't, it probably wouldn't be anywhere near what we have. Yeah.
0: Usually I don't like to make statements like that because you can't really tell, you can't prove a, an alternate type thing, but there is no way without Vince, without Vince we would have what we have now in, in the world of wrestling. Yeah. That said, he's still a, a garbage human. <laughs> yeah. He is. And, and has no place in the modern, yeah. I, I in no, modern wrestling, he I have he no desire something to see. He needs to go away.
1: Yep, have no desire to see him on my television. It's the same thing with Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is comparable with Hulk Hogan. With same and, thing. and all, and all Hogan did was say some things. Yeah, he has not been accused of literally attacking women.
0: True, I think.
1: Uh, as far as I know, yeah. I'm not I'm not I willing to jump that, out of the and say it's never happened. I
0: think it was just mostly what he said and the the thing with uh Bubba the Love Sponge yeah. and all that stuff. But yeah. Um Same with Ric Flair. You know, Ric Flair's a, a garbage human. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a lot of allegations and everything out there. Um, but without Hogan and Flair I don't think you have the the type of mega stars that you do today. And yeah, they were they were mega stars because of people like uh, uh, Buddy Rogers and and that kind of stuff before them. So it's just that evolution. But realistically, Hogan was one of those that brought wrestling mainstream. Yeah, you don't have John Cena. You don't have The Rock without what Hulk Hogan did.
1: Yeah, and he did that with Vince. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just because I looked it up earlier and it's taken my phone forever to load, <laughs> WWE stock price right now is at $73.78. That's what yeah. it closed at the other day. Gotcha. So a dollar off of that is a significant amount of money yeah. for the people that have high amounts of WWE stock one Vincent Kennedy McMahon amongst all that.
0: The dude has 80% of the stock that's available or 80% of voting rights. He has yeah. like 60 something percent of the stock. I still, I, I still
1: feel like, you know, he, he, 30% of the stock, he started, like you that. know, the, the news got out and his financial advisors and planners called <laughs> him and said, shut up, do <laughs> Turn- <laughs> not say another word. Nah,
0: man, his, his financial advisors didn't call him. His financial advisors called, uh, the the cell phone company were like hey turn his
1: number off <laughs> <laughs> he he didn't pay his bill this month <laughs> yeah. um so that's that is a ton of money like it's a
0: significant amount you know you see stock i mean you see stocks fluctuate several cents mm-hmm. and people start going oh my god you know yeah um this is this is crazy we're going to lose millions and millions and millions because when you start talking about a do, but I mean a dollar, right? Mhm. Again, a dollar over a
1: million shares is a million dollar loss. Yeah. That's a and that's a lot of money. Even if you are a billionaire. Mhm. That is a lot of money.
0: It it's an you take notice of it. Mhm. You know, when you, when things are fluctuating that way, market trends start looking at that going. Um this is not going to be something we suggest. And after it becomes something we don't suggest, well, now it's going to lose more money. And it just spirals out. You know, I mean, look at when all this started, right? When Vince was, uh, when all this accusation started hitting and everything, WWE stock was in the $80 range. Mm -hmm. And now it's at $73? Yeah. It's all 7 bucks over a couple of years. Yeah.
1: Um, It was... You know, yeah, it, it was a lot. He, just by him saying, hey, I want to come back, mm-hmm. they dropped a dollar. I think it probably was down to 50. I think I feel like I remember it being down to like 50 bucks a share mm-hmm. when uh, when all the scandal broke earlier this year, uh, which makes sense to me because here you have the CEO and the chairman of the board who are both caught up in it. Right. But, um uh,
0: yeah. Um. So we mentioned it during the Dynamite recap, and we were talking about the Dynamite Diamond, and I said, "Hey, we'll come back to it." And we got a, a little bit of time left, so what's the point?
1: There isn't one anymore.
0: The dime to me, right? You could use that diamond as a a touch point for a future star, mm-hmm. right? It could be that we're not going to put a belt on you because you know you're not you're not established enough for like the TNT title or the the AW title, obviously. So we're not going to give you a belt, but we're going to give you this thing, this that shows you have promise,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's kind of what they did the first year with it with MJF. Yeah. I thought, you know, hey, okay, we're going
1: to give a heel
0: a weapon.
1: Yeah. You know, or you have the face who uses it to look at me. Yeah. But the, the second year,
0: MGF winning it, okay, I guess. You're, you're wanting to make this guy a future star of the company. Cool. Last year, him winning it again, I thought that was the dumbest thing they could do. Then this year happened. And then this year happened. And they, they proved me wrong from last year. Um the, the also the whole the whole concept of it I think is dumb. In the first year it was well, even even going forward, the first year it was, hey, we have the this battle royal tournament, and then the last two people will have a match next week to determine who wins the, the diamond. And then every year after it's been, whoever wins the tournament, whoever wins the battle royal, then the next week fights the current diamond holder, which the current diamond holder being a heel means they're going to cheat and keep the diamond. You have to build a face somewhere that overcomes that cheating to get the diamond. Otherwise, it just has no value, which is where it is now. Yeah. Um, Tony, if you're listening. And we know you are. We know you are because you keep booking things that we talk about. (laughs) Over the next couple months, phase that out completely. And then just don't do this next year.
1: Yeah. Just have it one day disappear off of Max's finger. No explanation. Nobody pointed out. And we just go on with life. You have wasted the potential of what this was um are we talking about the dynamite diamond or AEW as a whole cuz i feel like that statement covers both
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i was trying to think of something witty to say there but it I'm just sorry. didn't work um it's a wasted potential you yes know, that the diamond could have been something cool
1: the the diamond yeah. could have been that thing of who's going to win the diamond who who was going to be the next pillar you know you're going to be the next up and coming star
0: you could have used the diamond as a hey you know all these people that we have wrestling on dark and elevation that no one really watches cuz it's mm-hmm. not on TV it's on YouTube have one of those darker elevation people win the the rumble get rid of that whole stupid, okay, you won the Rumble, now you get to face the guy with the diamond. No, you you win win the Rumble, you get the diamond. Yeah. Period. That would have solved your problem this year with MJF because he wouldn't have been in the Rumble because he's the champion. Mm -hmm. You could have told a story with him talking about how, well, you know, I never got a chance to really defend my diamond. So say next year, if MJF has lost the belt by that point, He has this chip on his shoulder about how he has to get back in the thing and he has to get at least his diamond back. Because I've won it three years
1: in a row
0: and I didn't get a chance to defend myself with it.
1: Or you make the statement of, you know, if you're the champion, you can't be the diamond holder. So you win the championship, you drop the diamond. We know we're going to have a new diamond come.
0: Well, you can't be in the tournament. Yeah, You can't be in the Rumble. So therefore, you're going to drop it. You, you can't be in the tournament, so you're not going to be the winner because yeah. you don't want your champion in there because then either, A, you've telegraphed the fact we know who's going to win or your
1: champion loses,
0: and now your champion's lost something. And Yeah. You don't want that.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the only way it works with your champion in there is if literally everybody teams Gangs up, up against and throws it, the champion out. You know, which is fun to see. I, you know, you go back and you watch, uh, was it Muhammad Hassan when he first got into the Royal Rumble? Yeah, And everybody's like, hey, 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 look at this jerk. And they threw him out, Mm -hmm. which, you know, was great and cathartic at the time, even though Muhammad Hassan was Canadian. He was right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, but it was fun to watch. That can be fun when you have a heel champion. Mm -hmm. Oh, you have the heel champion, but everybody hates him. Yeah. It just... Which, they've already, like, I'm already bored with MJF as champion, mm-hmm. because he immediately turned him back heel. Yeah. It was interesting when he was this face, and it was, oh, is he, is well, he a face he or is he not? He
0: wasn't a face, though. It was interesting seeing the journey of MJF going, becoming a face. Yeah. Well, now, as soon as he won the belt, he's immediately back to being MJF. Mm-hmm. And it's. Boring again. Yep. I don't care. I don't care about that. I don't care about the whole the bidding war for 2024. I still stand by the fact that Triple H could, if he wanted to be petty, he could torpedo that entire storyline with one tweet. Yeah. He could get on Twitter today.
1: It doesn't even have to come out. from Triple
0: H. It doesn't even have to come from Triple H. It can it, come it, from it can, anybody. It can come
1: from sources inside WWE yeah. say they have no interest. We and have
0: zero interest in Maxwell and use his real name. Yeah. Which I think his middle name's, I forget what his middle name is, but it's Maxwell it's, Friedman. It's but I forget T, what I think. Yeah. Um, I, and I don't know what the T is, but you know. The WWE has zero interest in Maxwell, blah, Friedman. Send tweets.
1: Um, and you don't, like I said, you don't even have to. That doesn't have to come from WWE. You can, you you put that out to guys like Ra- Sean Sean Rossap yeah. or uh, Ariel Helwani or, uh, yeah. you know
0: Rich uh, Rich Geary. Yeah, that's the that's the guy that that talked about Sasha Banks. Um, you know,
1: even you know, yeah, You send that out there and you yeah. just let them run put with that
0: it. In the world that says WWE has zero interest in this guy.
1: And now Tony's like, oh because remember, Tony doesn't book for the normal people.
0: Right. He books Tony, for the the wrestling community.
1: He books for the internet wrestling community, which mm-hmm. much as we hate it, we are a part of yeah, that. We are. And while he doesn't book for us, mm-hmm. the internet wrestling community would be like, uh, but you know, here it would be a transparent, like it would be completely transparent what WWE was doing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Doesn't it matter. It would destroy that story. It would
0: ruin that story because the story right now is MJF talking about how much he's being, how much, uh, uh, you know, he's gonna call trips and and you know he'll be on a private jet out of here and all that kind of stuff, um, you know. Every time, it would just be funny to me if every time MJF mentioned Triple H, mentioned WWE, Connecticut, dynamite, Connecticut New York, whatever, um, WWE would issue a response that says, we have no interest, and it, it the same canned response, not, not, not responding to what MJF said, we have no interest in Maxwell T. Friedman at this time, period and just let him be like and every time he mentions i'm going i'm going to get in touch with triple h wwe does not uh does not condone contract tampering you know yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff just this bland legal response you and you you, ruin you set up in
1: that story you set up somebody catching triple h in a um in, in the airport. Like airport And and, like and he's that. like, you know, just walking down down the airport towards his plane or away from the plane. Uh what do you what are your thoughts on on Maxwell Jacob Friedman? Who? Who? And just keep going and you just completely destroy Ask Sean. <laughs> I, I don't know who is it, i I haven't watched NXT in years. You know, right. like just
0: <laughs> Yeah we don't we don't uh we don't hire indie talent <laughs> But, like, you could ruin that story. And, and honestly, it needs to be ruined because yeah. it is so bad, I, I can't stand it. The only way this story, could to me, could be saved is if the idea of MJF being champion isn't one where they're wanting to run it for a long term. Yeah. It's the, hey, we've got an idea, MJF's going to drop the title at Revolution. You know, he was only going to be a super, super short champion in here. Uh, That's the only way this can be saved. And only then if they start telling the story about how MJF has this sudden crisis of, I was talking myself up, I thought I was the biggest guy in the world, and then he goes into revolution, you know, just cocky, top of the world, and loses in five minutes to whoever they build for that, to Danielson. Danielson yep. just beats the brakes off of him in five minutes. Doesn't tap him out, doesn't pin him. Hits him with the, the hammer and anvil elbows until MJF is just out. And they call the match and give him the belt. That's how you do that. And then MJF has to tell the story about how, oh, crap, I thought I was the best. <laughs> <Ugh.">
1: yeah. <laughs> And he still still weasels his way. He was using illegal elbows and, you know. Something, right? But, anyway.
0: Anything else? Not that I can think of when it comes right down to it. I think that was pretty much the week of wrestling. Again, we're not going to be on here next week or probably the next one uh, for that matter. So, it's going to be 2023. Oh, God. It's going to be 2023. (laughs) Before we talk to y'all again. Uh, So... Before but we get to our plugs, I want to say, again, reiterating what Michael said earlier, have a good Christmas, mm. or a good Hanukkah, Kwanza Kwanzaa, whatever, a Yule, whatever you celebrate. Yep. Have a safe, that's the key
1: word. Safe and responsible
0: New Year. And responsible New Year. Coming from the whiskey yes. and wrestling team, if you decide you want to get drunk, please don't drive. If you know me personally. and Or me. And you get somewhere and you get hammered, I don't care what time it is. Call me, yeah, so that I can come pick you up yeah so that uh, i I'll get will, you
1: home safely. We will take time out of our nights to come and pick you up if we know you uh, you know if you know us, mm hmm we're we're definitely willing to.
0: Yeah, if you don't know us and you're a listener in like Illinois or something like that, and you just leave a message on our Facebook page, hey, I'm drunk, come get me. It's probably not going to happen. Sorry, Sorry. Buddy. <laughs> I may I may respond to you with a link for your local uh, cab company though, Uber, Uber. Uh, but uh,
1: there's there's no excuse in 2022, 2023 for you to drive drunk. Yes. Not with not with Uber, Lyft. With All ta- of you the know options cab that are companies, there. and, and there's even some companies out there, some numbers that I believe you can call that will send a uh, a ride for you.
0: Yeah, and a lot um, I know a lot of the bars, a lot of the at least a lot of the casinos, things like that, they will pick up the tab. Yeah, uh, for that kind of stuff because they don't want to get sued into oblivion for yeah. being the place that served
1: you. So you know, like you said. Be safe. Drink responsibly. Not saying you can't drink. Just drink responsibly. Don't drive. With that being said, a huge thank you to McNarb Gaming here in Gautier, Mississippi. Thank you, Greg, for allowing us to use this space, allowing us to bring the Whiskey and Wrestling podcast to you every week. Mostly. Mostly. (laughs) (laughs) Come down, check them out. I'm sure they've got lots of sales going on for the new year. They have everything you can think of when it comes to games. Do you like miniatures? Do you like the the wargaming hobby? I, I'm not a fan, if you can't tell. But do you <laughs> like the wargaming hobby? They've got 40K. They've got Age of Sigmar. They've got all of that stuff over there. So go check them out. Pick yourself up some games, whether they be 40K, whether it's a board game that you've never heard of before, Maybe it's an RPG. They've got a ton of them over there. Check them out. Pick one up. Tell them we sent you.
0: They're also doing uh their uh what I think 12 days of Christmas sales. Yeah. Going on. So check their Facebook page because yeah. every day this coming week they've got a different sale going on. Yeah.
1: Check them out. And let them let them know we sent you. Pick up a game and have fun with it. And while you're here.
0: Go ahead down to Big Dog Liquor. Grab yourself a bottle of something for your holiday, uh, your, your holiday fun. Uh, like we just said, drink responsibly and everything. So, best way to drink responsibly is to just drink at the house.
1: That's right. Uh,
0: so hit Big Dog Liquor. They've got everything down there. It's gonna be cold next week mm-hmm. in South Mississippi. So get a whiskey. Go home. Make some toddies. That's yep. the quickest way to warm up, man. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> um, but they've got all the different stuff there. They've got your their uh, discounts. Forgot that word for a second. They've got their <laughs> discounts for military and for elder, uh, elderly, senior citizen. You know, go grab that. They got their wine uh, discounts as well. Look, it's the holiday season. Holiday season's mold wine. You mm-hmm. can go. You can buy the bags on Amazon for super cheap. Grab yourself a bag of mold wine mix. Go down there and get you a bottle
1: of wine. Come mm-hmm. home, put it in the crock pot. Move on with life. Pick you up some whiskey or some rum or something and mix it in with some eggnog. And I'm sure he's got,
0: I know every year, I hadn't been in there in a couple of weeks now, but every year they do the Evan Williams eggnog. Mm-hmm. It's pre done.
1: You pour it out of the bottle into a glass and drink it. Look, I'm telling you, we, you've heard us talk about the bamboo on here, mm-hmm. bamboo rum on here on this show. Yes. You mix that with some eggnog, and oh my god! So it is so good.
0: So yeah, go get you something there. Now you have got your board games, are mm-hmm. your are your magic cards? Yep. Are your D anD D stuff? Yep. You got your your whiskey mm-hmm. or your in. rum or, your, or rum. your wine or whatever your liquor choices. Let me sit there in is. front of your fire, under <laughs> your Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Christmas carols are over. Mm-hmm. You can only listen to Mariah Carey sing so many times. All you've-
1: she wants for Christmas is you. You've already listened to
0: us because we're not going to put out another episode before yep. the 1st.
1: So, go check out our friends over at Travelers on the Omnibus. Now, they are a field trip through nerd and pop culture. I they think we talk- do that better than they do. Sometimes, <laughs> they they've gotten it right at least the last 3 weeks in a row. I don't know if they're going to get it this, you know, their their episode comes out on Tuesdays. Check them out. New episode. Usually every Tuesday. I think this coming Tuesday is going to be their last one for the year. But they are a field trip through nerd and pop culture. They talk about anything and everything related to nerddom. So do you like video games? They talk about video games. Do you like movies. They talk about movies. They talk about music. They've done a couple episodes where they've each said, hey, listen to this album. And then they talk about the album. And how much they hate Ethan's. <laughs> how much they hate Ethan's choices. Which, hey, Ethan is the young one of the group. He's a little baby. He is. Everybody else is in their 30s or 40s. Music taste changes over time. So check them out. Give them a listen. I guarantee you're going to find something over there that you like. And if you like talking about movies and hearing about movies... Yeah, give Jody a listen on mm-hmm.
0: Fearology. He's one of the Travelers, and he's got his own side project that he does yeah. called Fearology. It has, it's his personal relationship with horror for the most part. Yeah. He's got some experimental music that he does up there, which is awesome. Um, I think his most recent episode, he was talking about Suspira. hmm Both the old Italian horror movie and the newer one that came out a few years ago. And kind of the differences between them, you know, that kind of stuff, very much worth a listen there. And then while you're in that same movie vein, Mm -hmm. you can listen to our buddies at Silence Your Cell Phones as well. Yep. Jarrett and Kevin, they talk about just movies in general, bingeable TV shows on Netflix, that kind of stuff. They even do a YouTube show uh, sometimes, either on Wednesdays or Thursdays, uh, where they do a live recording of their podcast. So... Give them a listen, you know, spend that time with your, 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 your nerd family, as it were, uh, while you're waiting for the cookies to get done in the oven. Mm -hmm. With that said, we're going to sign off for the year of 2022. Yep. We will be back in 2023. We will, uh, we'll have a lot
1: to talk about. Yeah. There's going to be a couple Uh, of weeks. We're going to get to talk about John Cena's, uh, match. We'll have John Cena's match. We also have some ideas on some little side projects that we may, might try to kick off in in 2023 when yeah. there's some slow weeks of wrestling. We might go back and review some some old shows or something. Yeah. So we got some ideas coming. Yeah.
0: All right, Cheers. y'all.
1: Cheers.